My entitled mother-in-law freaks out on me and my wife, claiming that we ruined her Mother's Day by not giving her enough attention. Things got so bad that she freaked out in the middle of a restaurant and stormed off after making a massive scene. Here's what happened. So my mother-in-law is an annoying person to say it in the nicest way. She has extremely low self-worth, and she compensates that by forcing the world to go around her. As family who interact with her regularly, we are forced to treat her like a queen every day, every minute. If we don't, well, then there will be drama. All the way from pouting, going to her room, fainting or leaving the house, all the way up to a full-blown breakdown, including saying, why should I live on this planet anymore if no one even cares about me? So yeah, to see an old woman act like that just because we don't give her a few minutes of attention is a bizarre thing to witness. So it's exhausting to be around her. But what else can my wife and sister-in-law do? She is their mom and they both try their best to make her feel special. But they would also like to interact with with her as their mom too. Not just as some out-of-touch royalty. They would like to crack jokes, chat about general things, and share their problems. And not having to constantly worry about what statement might tick her off. When they were kids in her orbit, things were fine as she controlled them, and that made her feel like she is the center of attention. Now that they are married and have families of their own, and now that she is not the anchor of the family, she has started becoming more and more demanding that we perform some elaborate rituals just to make her feel special. And that is extremely exhausting. So anyways, my mother-in-law and father-in-law have traveled to our country and are staying with us for a short time to help us with the kids. As we all live halfway across the globe, my wife planned an elaborate Mother's Day event centered around her mom, even though she herself is a mom as well. This also included a lunch at a popular ethnic cuisine restaurant. By the way, had she not planned it herself, there will be a snarky comment at the end of the day saying something like, seems you don't care about your mom enough to plan something for me. I was waiting the whole day for you to do something. So anyways, morning went uneventful as we had been pampering the grown-up toddler and my mother-in-law was quite happy about it. We go to the restaurant and we set up the table as my wife is bringing others in. My two-year-old decides to throw a temper tantrum for, you know, toddler reasons. But then my mother-in-law sees this beautiful garden in front of the restaurant and wants my wife to take a picture of her. My mother-in-law doesn't care about anything and forces my wife to take several pictures as my wife is holding a crying, fussing, and kicking toddler on her hip. Having basked in the glory of being in the center of attention, my mother-in-law is satisfied enough and they all come into the restaurant. My wife is really upset from the events, but she's trying her best to be cheerful. The waiter comes in to take the order and right then, my mother-in-law decides to go to the restroom. My wife asks her to order before she goes as the kids will get hungry if we wait for a long while. Now this proved to be a big mistake for my wife because she asked this in a normal, regular conversational tone instead of a pleading or a pleasing pampering tone. I mean, how dare we order her royalty on what to do? That was apparently strike one. As me and my wife are looking at the myriad of choices and trying to order for the kids, ourselves, and everything else along with it, we got absorbed into ordering without paying attention to the most important person in the room. My mother-in-law wasn't the center of attention for two full minutes. I mean, how dare we? That apparently was strike two. We didn't notice that and asked her what she wants. She asked if they had a specific ethnic dish, which is a regular staple that we have almost every single day at home. What she was asking for would be like ordering a grilled cheese sandwich, and that too in an indifferent, meek tone. She was indirectly applying that she was just some kind of nobody, so she is ordering some peasant food. Now apparently, that was our cue to realize our mistake, drop to the ground, beg her forgiveness, and bring the world back into alignment before things start to go downhill. We failed to know 
notice the change in her tone, which is apparently strike three for everybody across the board. Instead, my wife suggests and says the following, Mom, we have that almost every day at home. Now, as my wife is talking, my mother-in-law cuts her off and starts to say, I know that. Are you saying I don't know that? And at that point, she storms off to the restroom. We are all figuring out what in the world just happened, so we just finish ordering our food. The mother-in-law comes back and unloads onto my wife about how she has disrespected her. We brought her to this country, and ever since then, my wife has made it her mission to apparently do nothing but humiliate her. And at this point, her mom starts to cry. I quickly realize what had conspired, but my innocent wife, whose heart is only filled with love and not such evil games, doesn't realize the drama that my mother-in-law wants to cause. Instead, she is trying to understand how suggesting that the dish is a regular staple at home is somehow humiliating to her mom. But her mom goes on to say, you're implying that I'm dumb and you're ruining Mother's Day. All daughters do special things on Mother's Day and here you are ruining mine. And those are just a few of the things that she screamed at my wife. My wife tries to backpedal in some kind of way, but my mother-in-law is adamant that my wife humiliated her by implying that she's dumb for not knowing a staple food in our country. She then storms off to sit outside. It was extremely bizarre to see a 60-year-old woman throw a temper tantrum and accuse her daughter of trying to humiliate her. Now, normally we would run after her. We would apologize and beg her to come back in. We would keep apologizing throughout lunch. But this time we were so over this garbage, especially after dealing with this so many times before. My wife does all this planning, wanted to be a good daughter, wanted her mom to feel special, and in the end has ruined Mother's Day by talking to her mom as if her mom was not royalty. So a 60-year-old woman started crying in the middle of a lunch rush in a popular restaurant, all because we didn't give her attention for five minutes, all while we were busy ordering food for her kids. And we are just left scratching our head over this, not sure what to make of any of it. The mother-in-law in this story seriously sounds disturbed. I can only imagine what it would be like to try and grow up in that household. Like, can you even imagine how obnoxious she must have been? Like, every day, all day has to be about her. Like, she needs to be the center of attention all the time. And that's insane to me. Not to mention all the work that the original poster's wife put into this event. I mean, this mother-in-law is so entitled, and her actions are seriously so uncalled for. So hopefully in the future, you're able to avoid this lady altogether, because the way she's acting is unbelievably obnoxious, and there's no reason to demand that you are the center of attention all the time. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Am I the Jerk for refusing to pay for my boyfriend's food after he ruined my food photos? So I have an Instagram account dedicated to photos and short videos of food from local restaurants. And these are all places in my local city. I don't turn meals into a whole photo shoot production when I go out, but I like to snap a few photos every day as it comes out. I've got about 1,000 followers. It's just a hobby for me, but I have made friends with some other bloggers and we like to go out and get pictures together and try new restaurants. I prefer doing this with my foodie girls because my boyfriend absolutely hates it and will go out of his way to take a big bite of food or mess up his plate with his fork before I can snap a picture and he rolls his eyes when I take pictures of my food so I pretty much stop bothering when we went out together. Money has been tight lately because of some medical bills so I haven't been able to go out with my foodie girls and the infrequent dates with my boyfriend is the only chance I get to eat out. I had to sit him down and have a talk basically asking him to just let me enjoy things and I told him I was gonna take pictures of my own food when we went out while also asking if he could please not be immature about it. And since we alternate between who pays for the date and who just enjoys the food, 
food, I told him I would appreciate it if he could spare the 30 seconds for me to snap a picture of the appetizer as well as his meal on nights while I'm paying. And I got a sort of half-hearted do-whatever-you-want confirmation. Sunday was my turn to pay, and he let me take a picture of the appetizer with minimal fussing. But then, when the entrees came out, I went to snap a picture of his, and he messed it up with his fork. Then he reached over and stirred my pasta to also ruin the photo of my own meal. I was so upset about that that I refused to pay for his half of the food at the end of the meal, which really upset him because he said he wouldn't have offered a cocktail if he knew I was going to skip my turn. He says I owe him one because I don't get to decide not to pay according to our agreement after we've already ordered. This is all unbelievably frustrating and I seriously don't know what to do. First off, you're not the jerk for not wanting to pay for your boyfriend. He is acting incredibly toxic and very dismissive towards your hobbies. Like seriously, all he had to do was just sit there and let you take pictures. This is something you're interested in. This is your hobby. Like seriously, just let people enjoy things. Let people have fun with their silly little hobbies, even if you don't understand it. This guy very easily could have sat back, been on his phone, stepped away and used the bathroom while you took literally 30 seconds to take pictures, if not shorter. And it's not even the fact that he messed up his own food. He also messed up your food. And I'm sure that these places you're going to are probably a little bit expensive. Like to get food that looks well presented and isn't just run-of-the-mill stuff, it probably costs a pretty penny. So I can completely understand your anger and your frustration towards your boyfriend. So you know what? You're not the jerk. If I was in your shoes, there's no way I would pay for the meal. And I would absolutely personally feel very justified in my anger because he ruined the one thing you wanted to do that night besides, I don't know, try to spend time with your boyfriend who, by the way, is not very supportive of you or your endeavors. So hopefully you can see the jerk that this guy absolutely is because his behavior is incredibly immature and you deserve so much better than this treatment. Am I the jerk for refusing to listen to my mother-in-law's speech on my wedding? So to start things out, I hate speeches. I never understood the appeal and I think they are boring, exhausting, and very, very forced. But having said that, this is just my opinion and I never forced it on anyone. I have sat through long, exhausting speeches without complaining like any other decent human being. When it was my turn to get married, however, I requested that no speeches would be given. We wrote that we loved everyone and that we knew they loved us. So if you want to say anything to us directly, say it in private. My husband thought it was funny, but he knew my feelings about speeches. We had a small wedding with only loved ones, and it was all weekend long. My husband loves games, so the wedding planner did a really great taskmaster type of games, and everyone really appreciated it. Dinner came, and my mother-in-law stood up and tried to start making a speech. She said, I know we are forbidden to make speeches by the bride, but this is my only son getting married, so I will do what I want to. Honestly, when she started doing this, I didn't hear the rest of it, because I was seeing red. My sisters and bridesmaids were shocked. I pretended like she wasn't talking and continued my conversation with my girls, and they did the same. My mother-in-law was furious, both sister-in-laws were furious, and my husband was very angry that it showed in his profile. He refused to look at me. The rest of the night was incredibly awkward. My husband's side was sulking in their seats. I wanted to make sure it wasn't ruined for the rest of us, and we ended up having a blast. The next day, I spent it with my family and my friends. My husband said that I was very wrong in what I did. I couldn't force my mother-in-law to shut up, and he knew that she wouldn't no matter how much we told her. Apparently, I shouldn't have disrespected and humiliated her like this, and it really seems like our marriage has started off on the wrong foot. So am I the jerk for refusing to listen to this stupid speech? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Honestly, I don't think you're the jerk in this situation. You made your wishes very clear for this wedding. You didn't want anybody giving any speeches. This is very clear cut. And it sounds like this was a very selective group of people who were coming to the wedding. They all knew the rules. They knew what was expected of them there at the wedding. And they knew what they should and should not do. And giving a speech was on the do not do list. It doesn't matter if this is her only child or her 17th child. She broke the rules, so she has to deal with the consequences. And seriously, this is really unfortunate of your husband because I seriously think he's in the wrong. He's picking his mother and her dignity over you and that is not okay. He needs to fix that and you're also under no obligation at your wedding to listen to your mother-in-law and her stupid speech. So seriously, in my opinion, you are not the jerk. You didn't do anything wrong and if anything, your husband and your mother-in-law are absolutely the jerks in this situation. Am I the jerk for telling one of my good friends that I wouldn't be attending his wedding simply because my wife wasn't invited? So my My best friend from college and I are both having weddings this year. His is in June and mine is in November. Mine is really more of just a party because I married my wife at the courthouse about a year ago because we didn't want to wait until we could afford the party to commit to one another. He invited me to his wedding, but not my wife. I waited until his deadline for RSVPs and then told him I wouldn't attend because my wife and I go to events together or we don't go at all because she is the woman behind me just as much as I am and the man behind her, and we are effectively a unit. And I know, I shouldn't have waited, but I wanted to try and push off an uncomfortable conversation. Well, needless to say, he blew up on me, and accused me of always choosing others over him, and not being a decent friend or caring about him at all. He said that he didn't invite my wife, because there physically wasn't enough space at the venue, and that I wasn't the only one affected by this. He went on to essentially say that I need to not be codependent, and that he wasn't asking me to go on a six month deployment for my family, but that I needed to be there for him to be a good friend. I eventually caved because he made me feel bad, and I said that I'd go without my wife, while also making that decision after talking about it with my wife. But my thought now is that if you plan a wedding at a physically small space, it's okay to invite just me, but by the same token, don't be upset when I decline because it's the type of deal where you made your bed and now you have to lie in it. It's also worth noting that I had a similar constraint on my wedding, but cut two family members just to allow people to have their family with them. Now, for some further context, I am a government controls engineer working on a very expensive, very time-consuming project currently. I'm not at the top of the chain, but I've been able to advance my career very quickly, so I am in a position of responsibility. I missed his bachelor party because I needed to travel for a work meeting. Now, my friend is very much still the Chad, let's get drunk type, and I'm just not like that anymore. I have a wife, I have two small children, 
who are the absolute most important thing to me. I don't respond to his texts nearly as often or as quickly, and I don't endlessly play video games with our old group like I used to, so I think it's fair for him to feel he's not as important, because while I love him, he also just isn't compared to my career, but most of all my family. Now, my wife and I are not attached to the hip. To clarify, weddings, funerals, graduations, work dinners, we all go together. If it's a boys' night out or a girls' night out, we have no problem being apart. So this honestly begs the question, am I the jerk for turning down going to this wedding, all because my wife wasn't invited? First off, I can't believe you were guilt-tripped into going to that wedding. Seriously, your friend is an awful friend. The fact that he wasn't accommodating towards your wife really is honestly ridiculous. Like, he could have been like, oh, don't worry, just bring your wife with you. You're probably one of the few people, if not the only person who complained about this. So I really don't know why he decided to freak out and guilt-trip you into going to this wedding. And this guy is very clearly not your friend. He's being an absolute jerk, and he seriously needs to check himself. Now, when it comes to the wedding itself, the original poster actually has an update for us. He goes on to say that he's not going to the wedding, and this friend is not going to his. And also, the friendship they have has been terminated. And apparently, this is not the first instance where some kind of tension has been brought up. And honestly, with all things considered, and for the way this guy is acting, all I have to say is good riddance. This is not someone that I would personally want in my life, and I seriously don't blame you for deciding to not go to his wedding, because he is showing some true colors. Regardless of if you reserved your spot on time or not, his behavior is atrocious, and you seriously do not need that in your life. An entitled Karen makes fun of my weight after I was just trying to joke and have a good time at work, but I had a great comeback and I ended up putting her right in her place. Here's what happened. So I've been working at a department store in my hometown for 10 months, and in working, I've encountered so many entitled people, men demanding that their children play on the merchandise stands that break incredibly easily, and some entitled Karens demanding free gift cards. This time around, when I was covering an evening shift for one of my co-workers, a Karen oozing with entitlement from her pores came to my register and asked about the bags. Since laws were passed, my home state banned plastic bags, and instead sell fabric bags for nearly $2. That seems ridiculous to me, because I see so many bags ripped so easily, but that's another story for another day. This entitled Karen says she doesn't have time for talking, which I mean, I totally get that. Some people really need to buy stuff and then get out. When she asked about our bag policy and how much we sell them for, I was in a cheery mood and I said to her, usually my store sells them for about $2, but if you're really nice to me, you can get them for free. The woman just gawked at me and steam came out of her ears in anger. I asked her if there was a problem and she started screeching. Well, that's not nice of you. You force people to be nice to you in exchange for a free bag. Are you serious, you fat cow? For the record, I'm not a cow. I'm a short girl with some curves. I wasn't going to tolerate any more mean people because I had dealt with enough of them recently. I knew I was risking my job and being mean right back to the entitled woman. So I said to her, ma'am, I'm not a fat cow. I prefer to be called a plus size pixie. However, I will let this slide because I want you out of my store as soon as possible. No free bags for you then. Have a nice day. Now, I've been in customer service since my teenage years, so I've become speedy in helping customers with purchases, and I charged the woman for the bags before she left with a dagger shooting glare. The customers in line behind her clapped for me as the woman walked away. Seriously, why do so many people forget their manners? Did quarantine over COVID-19 make everyone forget to be kind and polite? Does it hurt a person to be nice and give a smile? If someone can make sense of this, I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that entitled Karen was being really rude. Like, seriously, you were just trying to lighten the mood. You were obviously just joking with customers, and 
honestly, that's kind of a catch-22 situation. Sometimes it will go well depending on who it is, but most times in my experience, it's not going to go well, and the person is probably going to be a really big weirdo about it. I know when I worked in customer service, that's all I ran into. You would have to gamble on whether or not you had to be neutral and very distant from the customer, or it was someone that you could actually joke around with and have a good time. And I'm absolutely with the original poster on this one. They were literally just trying to be nice and smile to this entitled Karen. They were trying to brighten a day and clearly make a joke. Like, I really think anybody who has a brain can see that the original poster was joking. I don't think she was being completely serious by saying, oh, if you're nice to me, you'll get a free bag. So it's really weird for this entitled Karen to freak out and be like, oh my god, I've got to be nice to you to get a free bag? You're a fat cow. Like, come on, that is so uncalled for. So honestly, don't stop being you because that customer was just a stick in the mud and it sounds like you're trying to make the best out of working in retail. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.